Hey everyone, C-Note here and welcome to Super Myers-Briggs Turbo EX. We're going to help you with typology and all of that stuff and personal development. Uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about, um, occasionally we're going to talk about like celebrity stuff and like passive typing. And uh, I think I'll do a future episode about the different types of typing, passive versus active typing essentially. Um, this is an example of passive typing where you sort of watch a celebrity or a character and you start to sort of figure out their type based on whatever information that you can gather because you're not sitting in front of them talking about stuff. So we're going to talk about um, someone who is very popular in the news these days, uh, Eminem, who has just released his album Kamikaze, which is pretty damn great. And um, I've I've not been a huge Eminem fan. I think I've always liked his hits. I think he's incredibly talented. But I think until I started thinking about typology, I haven't been able to fully embrace and respect his talent and what he's doing and who he is as a person. Because when you see him in interviews, he is very different than his persona that he puts out there in the world. Essentially, Eminem has two types. And we're going to talk about that today on Super Myers-Briggs Turbo EX. All right, so welcome to the show. Hope you guys are doing well. Um, we're going to keep these episodes a little bit shorter because, well, lately I've got a lot of things to do. So um, these episodes are going to be a little bit shorter for the meantime while I kind of build up a catalog and do more episodes. Um, so today we're going to talk a little bit about Eminem and his dual typology. Essentially, he's Marshall Mathers versus Eminem or Slim Shady. And um, I never thought I would say it that way. Who's Eminem or Slim Shady. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Eminem is an interesting character because I remember he came onto the scene when I was in middle school, I think uh, seventh grade maybe. And he came out with Hi, My Name Is. And it was a big cultural like, oh, who is this guy? Like, what is going on with him? And he uh, essentially, <laughs> so to understand um, Eminem's typology is to understand that, first of all, he's, most likely an ISFP, which really goes against the stereotype of an ISFP, who is just a little bit more like kind of like uh, happy-go-lucky and uh, a bit ditzy. But him as an ISFP has kind of translated through the lens of like how he's been raised and how he's grown as a person. He's kind of become like this a little bit more hardened by growing up in Detroit, eight mile, all that stuff. And Really, the reason a lot of people say that he's an ISFP, and I agree with them, is because he is a dominant FI type. And dominant FI really allows you, or for those who don't know, FI is introverted feeling, which is the dominant trait of an ISFP or an INFP. And introverted feeling really is a subjective emotional process. It allows you to go to the deep depths of humanity and really question your authenticity within that Um that scope of humanity. So introverted feeling really allows you to go to this intensely deep place. FPs have uh, introverted feeling as their main decision-making driver. ENFPs and ENFPs also have it, but it's their secondary driver. Um, so the INF, uh, ENFPs and ESFPs are going to present a little bit more, um, you know, lovely, happy-go-lucky, etc. Whereas INFPs and ISFPs 
can get to a place of being a little bit more dark and brooding or, um, you know, a little bit standoffish to the world. And the way that it shows up in Marshall Mathers, Eminem, um, which I'm talking about, you know, him as a person, because when you see him in interviews and stuff, he's a lot quieter than um, his Eminem persona. His Eminem persona is really a projection of extroverted sensing. And we'll talk about that in a second. But um, his secondary is extroverted sensing, which allows him to be, that's probably why he's just a little bit more combative with people and reactionary and is really all about getting a rise out of people. So he's really connecting his introverted sense, or rather his introverted feeling, which is allowing him to, to go to the depths of humanity, analyze and understand human emotion to the extreme. If you listen to a lot of his earlier songs, um, especially like Hi My Name Is, even in that song, which seems like so presented as like this, this fun, happy-go-lucky kind of song in a way. Um, all of the things that he's talking about are just commentary on the depths of humanity. And he does that through the persona of Slim Shady. And he's able to make commentary as to like, you know, the shitty things that humans do, you know, beating their wives and, um, taking advantage of people. And he talks about like murder and suicide and, um, in the song guilty conscious, he talks about like date rape and, uh, all of that stuff. And it's really presented in a way that like seeing his persona today versus then it's easier to understand why people have misinterpreted him as like a heinous person or a homophobic person or anything like that. Whereas if you see him today in like interviews, he's just like a well thought out, very calm kind of person. It's kind of amazing to see the dichotomy. And the, frankly, it's always been that way, but he kind of chose, made his decision through his introverted feeling to reveal the depths of humanity that he's able to go through, through his extroverted sensing, which comes out in the persona of Slim Shady. So he's able to take uh, all of these, like, you know, introverted feeling is able to go to the depths of what's cap what people are capable of, including himself. And, um, essentially another aspect is that he's very concerned with authenticity. You know, he's always talking about like bashing the Grammys or bashing TV or MTV at the time. He's bashing people who are just like being inauthentic and authenticity is one of the things that, that introverted feeling is very concerned with making sure that people are, are being their truest selves and not trying to like you know, take advantage of people and do bad things at the, at the end of the day, he's like very concerned with making sure that people are not being like taken advantage of and being noticed for their authenticity. Um, in the latest, you'll really see all of this. If you watch the latest interview that he did on his YouTube channel, it's Eminem music on YouTube, um, where he has an interview with Sway. It's four parts. And, um, throughout that interview, he's, he's definitely quiet. He's an introvert for sure. And, <clears throat> he's talking all about his intentions behind everything and how people are kind of like um, misinterpreting things. And he, at one point is asked about like, you know, there are people who are just like kind of trying to diss you, trying to throw things at you. Um, and why do you feel the need to retaliate? And he's like, well, you know, I talk about not giving, giving a shit, but like, but giving a shit doesn't mean ignoring it. <laughs> and uh, that's like kind of the extroverted sensing coming out is like, yo, somebody does something to me, I'm going to handle it. Right. So extroverted sensing is something that's very much like about your immediate surroundings, things that you're actually experiencing in life. And a lot of that is comes out in very sort of 
angry ways. Extroverted sensors can be very reactionary and it's about experiencing things. So experiencing intense emotions or intense um, uh, physical kinesthetic things, you know, they're more likely to be in better shape and to want to like fight people <laughs> and stuff like that. Just cause like, that is just kind of like one of the ways that extroverted sensing shows itself. So he translates all of that extroverted sensing energy into this other persona, which is uh, essentially an ESTP in Slim Shady because he's just a little bit more Slim Shady or Eminem as the performer, as the character essentially is someone who is um, taking jabs at people all the time. He's making commentary on the depths and shittiness of humanity and basically putting himself in the place of that person doing those things without actually realizing that they're doing all that terrible stuff. Um, And how, you know, Slim Shady is someone that is just kind of like doing all sorts of, uh, terrible things without really taking a lot of time to think about it. Right. So he's making a lot of commentary on, on ESTPs by being an ESTP, you know, by emulating them by satire. Right. So, um, which are, are typically those types that just kind of like do things and don't think about it. And, um, that's not to say that ESTPs are inherently bad people, but there's certainly, uh, aspects that he's been exposed to and he sort of used, he's chose to use that as the persona because a lot of the things that he talks about through the conduit of it, of through the conduit of an ESTP um, are not things that are unique to ESTPs. He just chose to use that persona because it's just kind of like the way that's the thing that's like naturally attached to his personality. So there's like an overlap there. Right. So that that makes the most sense to me at least. <laughs> so he presents as an extroverted sensor and someone that is just being like, you know, the extreme depths of humanity and just being kind of like a terrible person. And, um, you know, it, it makes sense that while he's doing that, he's also under the surface trying to combat his identity and making sure that he feels um, like he is taking time to, understand his depths as Marshall Mathers and um, being able to do things that feel authentic and real to him. And an expression of that at the time was very real to him, but you can see as he goes further along and in more interviews these days um, that he is being more true to his authentic self and kind of this idea of Marshall Mathers and Eminem is like merging a little bit. And in a way, you know, Eminem is kind of like the hip hop God of destruction where he'll just kind of see that everyone's doing the same stuff and he'll come in and be like, yo, you guys are not being authentic. What's the deal? Like, and, and basically, you know, kind of rail on them for it. Like, come on guys, you could do better. You could be yourselves. Why are you trying to be like each other? Why are you being trying to be like someone else? Because that is very introverted feeling. Again, it's about authenticity. And that's why Eminem has been able to stand out because he's very concerned with his authenticity and he's continuing to evolve his persona and his character and him as a hip hop artist, uh, as a rapper um, throughout his career. And you can certainly see that. I, I encourage you to go check out that interview with Sway. I think you'll see what I'm talking about and you'll see that he's kind of like merging into this persona that is like, even when you hear Eminem rapping on like Kamikaze and on his videos and stuff, it feels like, it feels like a softer version of Slim Shady back in the day. Right. So, 
um, which is not a bad thing. I think, um, you know, I don't mean soft in a way that like paints him as like someone that can't handle his shit, but it's just like a, a more, I say soft in like a mature way, you know, like he's less concerned with, with making sure that, um, everyone understands every word. Like he can just kind of brush more things off where, cause it's funny. Cause like, um, you hear all these diss tracks and people are kind of trying to get back at him and he's just likely going to be very selective on who he responds to. Um, and the people that are going to get to him are the ones that maybe question his identity and he might need to clarify some things, but not for them so much as like for him while he's trying to figure out his process of like, feeling like he's on the right track and doing the right thing. Cause it's really at the end of the day, it's about him and what he wants. And he is like one of the lead, uh, you know, authentic users in society. And, um, he's, he's really a voice for that, but he's unique again in the way that he grew up and the things that he experienced. And that's really what led to this kind of like schizophrenic separation of identities and he's been able to kind of like slowly start to merge those identities as he matures and get a little, gets a little bit older. It's almost like this, there's almost a psychology to it. That's really interesting in a way that he was able to express himself. You could hear it in the first track that came out, you know, hi, my name is, you can hear him talking about how, um, how he, uh, like he hung his former self and uh which was marshall mathers you know like he's being he's telling you through the song that he's like he let go of marshall mathers and he's being slim shady and i think over time he stopped being slim shady in public meaning as a as a public persona like in interviews and stuff like that and uh he just started to like kind of let go of that um, personality like you can certainly hear that through like encore and curtain call and like those later those kind of mid albums and you know, he came out with a um, revival. I think it was at the end of last year. I didn't hear it, but apparently like it wasn't as well received. And um, you know, I think it took a while for him to get there. Cause like, he's just trying to go through this introverted feeling transformation process. And it takes a while for introverted feelers to decide on a new path and do new things like that. So it really makes sense that he kind of like went away for a little bit and just did like guest spots and stuff. And, um, I, I don't think that makes him any less of a, a, a great, uh, poet that he is. I think he's more Edgar Allan Poe and less 50 cent, um, than we give him credit for. And, uh, when you really start to see all of those things connect, all of those dots connect, being able to see that he was expressing himself through Slim Shady as a satirical character. And then as he's getting older, he is sort of merging those ideas of being able to have a slim shady expression of himself through himself, but not have to be that. Um, it's it's a, just a really interesting uh, merger. And I think it's going to make him even better than he's, he's ever been uh, especially like in responses to like, you know, machine gun Kelly and like this album's really great. And he's been able to just kind of like find uh deep depths of of topics and things to talk about and satire and and shaking things up like you know because that's part of the whole like fise thing is like making sure that people are just like not being phony like yo handle your shit like stop being stop being a phony <laughs> so um yeah go check out that interview with sway on his youtube channel 
Um, certainly listen to the, for the part when he talks about the Grammys, like that really brings the point home that he's an introverted feeler and just talking about how they keep screwing people over. And um, it's just, none of it makes any sense. Cause it's just like this little committee and you're not taking the public's word into account and stuff like that. So um, that's it. That's yeah. I've been thinking about this for a little while. So I'm excited to finally get this out there <laughs> to talk about how basically Marshall Mathers is an ISFP and how, um, Slim Shady and Eminem is an ESTP and those personalities are merging. So basically um, Eminem is starting to become an ISFP that is, ex- is embracing his extroverted sensing a little bit more and um, in, in a positive, healthy way. So um, yeah, that's it. So I appreciate you guys listening to the show. If you want to go straight to the, the Myers-Briggs advanced course, you can go to super training or you can go to cnote.media to check out my other courses and see what I have to offer there. If you have any questions about this episode, you can hit me up with a voice message here on Anchor, anchor.fm slash super MBTI, or leave a donation for the show. Um, that would be amazing. And we also have an Instagram account, so super MBTI on Instagram if you want to follow us there and uh, keep up with the episodes that way. So that's it. I hope you guys take care of yourselves and, um, and uh, keep on developing, doing all those things. So catch you next time on Super Myers-Briggs Turbo EX. Hey, thanks for listening to Super Myers-Briggs Turbo EX. We're going to help you with Myers-Briggs and all that fun stuff. And uh, if you want to jump straight into the advanced course, go to supermbti.training. If you want to check out my other shows, go to dopamine.life for mental, my mental health podcast. And you can go to cnote.show to check out the media podcast. So if you love this show, go to anchor.fm slash supermbti and leave some love, leave a review, share it with your friends, all that good stuff. And uh, most of all, thank you. Thank you for listening to Super Myers-Briggs Turbo EX. Yeah.